We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got used to tell me those places are great but there's no place like Kansas all right what's good welcome back episode 19 and folks this is a big one this I'm not gonna lie I feel like I've said it before this might be the most excited I've ever been to do a pod because B turn a B Devon Dotson is back how are you guys doing I'm outstanding. Yeah. And before you started, I was kind of thinking the same thing about how it's probably the most excited I've been just because I know we're pumped that Doke's back. I know we're pumped that Sylvia got cleared, but I feel like us three collectively kind of were most excited for a second year of Devon Dotson. Absolutely. Just how explosive he is and just, I mean, yeah. we needed a point guard first off. We wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. had a point yeah. guard. And we would have been running point guard if yeah. he was gone. And you had already announced you were running point this year. So Yeah, and last year we were supposed to have the bigs we have now. We didn't have them, and now Devon watches assist numbers go up and, I don't know, just ball screens and shit like that. Like, I'm so excited for year two of Devon, and yeah. I know yeah. you guys are too. I mean, it just would have sucked because – you get all excited about Silvio like we did. You get all excited about Yudoka like we did, and then it's like, oh, wait, we don't have a point guard to play with these big guys. That would have been a disaster. It would have sucked. Um, but obviously, Devon made his decision after a long and stressful wait. My man was in no rush it's to decide whole, what he was going to do. It's been the whole off season. Everything's just like last second. We had to go to bed. 
not knowing what, <laughs> yeah. what not knowing what Udoka was going to do, and then Devon Dotson's literally one of the last players to decide if he's coming back or not. Yeah, and I mean everything just kind of went longer than we expected. Even the Silvio thing that we appealed that like over a month ago, we thought yeah. we'd learn in like seven to ten days. Took a month, so. It has been. I t- I tweeted earlier today. I think it's been one of the more stressful off seasons we've ever had. But at the end of the day, would you guys agree that this off season went pretty damn good? Like, obviously we didn't get everything we wanted, but also you told me before the season or back in March that we're getting Udoka, Silvio, and Devon back on next year's team. We're gonna be pretty excited. So yeah, we felt good about we felt good about Devon, but obviously question marks with Silvio, and then we talked about it earlier that Bill made it seem like there's no chance that Doke comes back. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I mean, Doka seemed like no chance, and then Silvio, you put in your trust in people that have routinely made awful decisions. So it's like, how can you be excited or how can you be confident for that? And so it's crazy. I really do wonder like if there was a sports book that could have if you could have made your own bet or whatever about what the odds were that we would get Silvio Udoka and Dotson. Uh I don't know what the odds would have been, but you could have made a lot of money if you put money on it. So Yeah, I tr- and I truly huge. I truly do think it's like the perfect off season because think about the guys we missed out on. You miss out on Jeremiah, you miss out on Matt Hurt. But you get a guy that's been here and a guy yeah. that the fans want to see play and a guy that wants to play here as bad as anyone's ever wanted to play in Silvio. Exactly. So Silvio's probably going to start over them. Yep. And then uh, Rajon Tucker visits. We thought he was coming. <laughs> yeah. he was Shout out Rajon Tucker. What a legend. Before the pod, he announces he's staying in the draft. Yeah. Before I think that was before probably Q and Devon decided. Yeah, right so for those, that, for those that don't know, Rajon Tucker had visited KU, visited Memphis, visited Auburn. Dude was living it up. He's the guy that went to the Hawk like five times, grad transfer. Don't forget and, he visited Ames, Iowa. Yeah, visited Iowa State. Like the dude was being treated like royalty for about four or five weeks straight. I mean, no one's loved a KU visit more than him. Oh, dude lived it up. He was a legend in Lawrence off based off like one weekend, which is pretty impressive. He so put a, He put a bed in Jayhawk Cafe. Yeah, dude, like he didn't even stay at his Oriad hotel room. Like he was just in the freaking boom, boom room all weekend. And dude ends up just declaring for the draft today or staying in the draft now obviously there were some rumors about the eligibility thing but still hilarious to me like we always joke that guys might just sometimes take visits to live it up and get catered to and i i kind of think that's what that dude did so shout out to rajon tucker forever ku legend and now that he's not playing at memphis we can all just forever love him I think. yeah so you can't be mad about that and then obviously the guy the new zealand uh breakers star yeah, never going to college either. So. I think we'll talk about RJ a little after. Let's uh, let's get into everything we have going yeah, now, but I, we will for sure get to RJ Hampton. But we weren't getting those guys. They weren't going to college, so it's like you get three guys back that have been here that are hungry to win a title. All three are hungry to prove a lot. I mean, yeah. Silvio has had some time off. Doke, people don't think he can stay healthy. And then Devon, his dad just talked about him coming back and winning a title. I so know. How great were those That's quotes, a lot man. of experience. That's like, I know you can't say we added him to our class, but it's basically having five stars back that you didn't know if you were getting back. Yeah, and to go back to your point about Silvio, like, Silvio was a McDonald's All-American just like Matthew Hurt and just like JRE, or was he? No, he wasn't. He wouldn't play long Who? enough, but he would have been. Silvio would have been a McDonald's All-American, right? Probably. Had he not if he came earlier, normally. Yeah. he was ranked around where those guys yeah. are. So, like, now you're essentially replacing those dudes with a guy that's already proven he can play at this level and a guy that has such a chip on his shoulder. I can't take 
be turned serious with his jersey right now. Be turned wearing a Kawhi Leonard jersey, and it's pretty. It's like rolled up like yeah, a it's rolled Elliott up like a belly a shirt. Jersey. But uh, I'm sorry, it got me very distracted. But <laughs> Silvio, like, yeah, it's like you said, we essentially got a five star power forward mm-hmm. recruit. Udoka has a ton to prove. Like you said, not only to stay healthy, but to just try and get drafted or even give himself a shot in the league. So, like, he's got a lot to prove. And then Devon came back to win a title. And, I mean, there's a chance he could be a top 20 pick next year, I bet. So yeah. they've all got a ton to prove, and they all do well together. We could easily make a deep run. So Yeah, shit just works out with Bill, man. Yeah. It's, like, someone would have been unhappy, obviously, if – Say one of say just one of Jeremiah or one of Hurt comes and then Silvio gets cleared. Like both of them probably can't start. I mean Hurt could have maybe started at the three, but yeah. I feel like that's just they're gonna be unhappy and some. I'm sure a lot of people didn't think Silvio would get cleared. So. No, yeah, it is crazy how it all worked out. Um, but so and Bill will figure something else out in the spring. We have an open starting spot. I mean Marcus yes. probably has a good chance to start, but. Mm-hmm. I still think there's recruits out there that I'm not going to get my hopes up yeah. on, but Bill just figures things out. It happens every year. People panic. A week ago before, however long before Silvio got cleared, I think we all panicked about maybe not having him, maybe not know. having Devon, maybe not having Q. Yeah, so let's get into that. You said the letter, Q. And let's just, let's just back up a little bit. So we obviously today was a roller Wild. coaster. Uh, we waited all day to find out what Q and Dotson and yep. just kind of what was going to happen. And uh, I convinced myself I'd wake up and there'd be news. And of no, course, we yeah. had to wait until basically the deadline. So let's just let's just recap it. Matt Tate, shout out Matt Tate, kind of put together a little uh, recap by the minute of what just went down a few hours ago. Here's how it goes: seven thirty-five. Evan Daniels reports that Grimes withdraws name from the NBA draft. So this starts the, you know, KU Twitter starts going nuts, right? Like we think, oh, he's back. But then you start to read the tweet a little closer and you're like, wait, this says nothing about him returning to Kansas. Not one thing. Not w- So it's like, what? But then Jeff Goodman tweets Grimes coming back to Kansas. Gary but Parrish then he, did too. Gary Parrish did, and then he deletes it. It was everywhere. And Sylvia. Sylvia was talking about it. And that. Sylvia did as well. But so, okay, so that's 735. At 7.50, like 8 – there's a report that Dotson's dad says announcement coming very soon. So that's when I, I throw all my Devon Dotson like notifications. Like I'm getting alerted when this dude tweets. That's how obsessed we've all gotten over this. Yeah. But I had to know. A minute later, 7.59 p.m., my phone dings. Devin, Devon Dotson has tweeted, and he announces his return in the most fire Photoshop ever. I don't even know what it said, but it just looked awesome, and it made you just super hype. So now – KU Twitter's going nuts that we have Dotson and Grimes back. But then, 15 minutes later, Quentin Grimes, it's announced that he's entering the transfer portal. So, for, that's what, I don't know, 30 minutes? Maybe a little more, 40 minutes? Uh, there was a time where we thought we had Grimes back, and then we thought we had Dotson and Grimes back, but yeah. then it turned out we only had Dotson back. So, Right when you got in my car tonight, B-Turn, you just simply said, what a roller coaster. And that's really what it was. Like this, that was one of the more wild 40 minutes of KU Twitter that I can remember in a while. Yeah, like you said, the tweet, how the tweet was saying how he was just uh, withdrawing his name so no one knew. And then 
it took a while. No one knew. And then once Silvio tweeted it, it made it seem like, yeah, I mean, the guys on Silvio. Yeah. The, I mean, the guys on the team, maybe yeah. he fucking heard that Q's coming back. Yeah. Do they, these guys not have a group text? Like were people not like, yo, Devon, welcome back to the squad. And Q, like you see at the bottom of the text, like Quentin Grimes has left group message. Like, like wasn't it on Bleacher Report that he's coming back? Cause people just assume that yeah, Bleacher's think, name that he's back. Cause that's yeah. Bit, Everyone that withdrew today is just coming back to school. Mainly going back to school. So it was definitely unique. It it reminds me a lot of uh, when Malik Newman announced he was going pro after freshman year and then ended up transferring. Did he do that like this, or did he announce he was transferring the whole time? Or was it after he went pro? I can't remember. But either way, I think it's kind of a similar situation. So it's weird how Quentin is now the new Malik Newman just – going somewhere else yeah it's so i just don't understand sitting out for a year it's crazy he would have started no matter what unless bill somehow told him to go or they kind of agreed on him to just move on yeah i mean we obviously don't want to speculate because we don't know because right now there's four starting spots locked yeah but there's one guard spot open and that was for quentin (laughs) it just felt like it It was perfect it just felt like it was gonna work like quentin was gonna improve we needed a shooter, and while Quentin wasn't a great shooter, you definitely there was moments where he was our best shooter last year. So it was like this could happen. He could be kind of the missing piece we need at the two. Um, I know there's a lot of things people saying Quentin wants to play the point guard position and feels like he has to. That's fine, but it just seems weird because if you're yeah. going to sit out a year this year, we expect Devon to leave. So the next year you could play point guard. I yeah. mean, you're sitting out a year or. It's either you play the two this year, get a little better, and then take over point guard next year if that's your plan, or who knows. I mean, like you said, there could be more to it. It could have just been a yeah. mutual thing where we were like, hey, we just don't think it's going to work. But that just blows my mind, man. It's sad. It's just weird how he knew d- coming in last year that Devon was going to be running the show. Like, Devon was the yeah. point guard. And no one no one around KU expected him to be a one-and-done, expected Dotson to be one. Yeah, so, yeah, there's nothing, like, this is, the point guard thing is what has just been so weird to me because Grimes did not come here to play point guard. No. There's no way when Vosov recruited Grimes, he said, hey, you're coming in to start at point guard. We had Devon Dotson, like. I know. He even got Charlie Moore. Yeah, it's just. I, oh boy, it's Chuck Moore. Oh, shout out Chuck Moore, man. He sound it, it feels like he played at Kansas twelve years ago. Like I can't even remember. <laughs> that's how irrelevant last year was in a way. It's gonna be it's so, so weird to look back on it, and that's why the Devon thing was weird. Can you imagine if Dotson's legacy at KU would have been, oh Dotson, he was good. He played on the KU team. The streak ended. They were pretty awful, and that was just weird. So yeah, and it makes it seem that's the big reason he came back. Yeah, I mean. Those quotes by his dad have to get you so excited because it's more than – it wasn't just a, oh, he wants to come back so he can get drafted higher. It was like – obviously that's part of it, but he's like, this dude wants to freaking win a title. He said he doesn't want to be the one KU guy that doesn't win like a Big 12 title or a national title. Yeah, so it's freaking awesome. Shout out to Devon. Is this a dumb question? Shoot it. All questions are allowed Does Grimes come back no matter what if Dotson leaves? Because Dude. maybe, maybe like you said, Bill didn't want Quentin to run the point guard. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he does. Like I know that was a theory out it, there where people thought if Dotson goes, Grimes will be back. But isn't it kind of crazy how Grimes withdrew his name? No one knew what in the hell he was doing. Yeah. And then Dotson announces he's back, and then right after that, yeah, I Grimes mean, says he's transferring. I know that theory was being floated around, but I just I don't know because, and I think you tweeted it or we we talked about it on the way over here, like. 
Bill Self has had two point guards play together. Like, if Grimes really wanted to try and showcase more point guard skills this year, I think that could have been done with Devon Dotson on the floor. Like, Devontae Graham, while playing the two, was still doing a lot of things a point guard did. Like, Mario Chalmers played the two, got drafted as a point guard. Like, I don't know. Like, I just think Grimes could have absolutely found a way to showcase that he had point guard skills if that's what he wanted to do. Exactly. Like, that's kind of what we do at KU is run. Yeah. Like, one of our Silvio gets a board, Doak gets a board, give it to one of those guards and run. Yeah, run. And get layups or throw lobs. Open court passes. and Yeah, just No one's going to be mad if Quentin brings the ball up. Like, he's a guard. He can dribble. How many times did you see Mario or Sharon or Russell Robinson bringing it up or – Detay getting it, bringing it up. Yeah, Tyshawn and Sharon switched off all the time. Like, like you it, don't have to bring it down and run sets. You can yeah. get the, get a board, bring it up, yeah. do whatever, penetrate, lobs, hit so, a three, jumper. I don't I, know. Like you said, we've seen two point guards on the floor plenty of times here, and it's been kind of our most successful teams. Yeah, it was weird. I was pretty shocked by it just because it's like, I don't know, and that's what makes me think there's maybe more to it. Like maybe there has to be. I like I really don't want to speculate, but you never know how his parents felt about how you know he was used and all this stuff. Like obviously, it's frustrating when you have huge expectations and you don't have a good freshman season. You question a lot of things, but to me, it was just a performance. Like Grimes was a freshman. He he obviously had huge expectations, but it doesn't mean he's not good. He could still be good. So we talked earlier. We've seen plenty we've seen plenty freshmen not really get it their freshman year. Yes. And then they it blow takes some up time their in the system. That's why I don't know. Maybe that's a reason we kind of struggle with recruits lately is sometimes freshmen don't really pick things up their freshman year. I mean there's it's so tough. many guys, there's so many mouths to feed at KU every year. They're a top five program every single season. Yeah. And so it's, it's like just, we've seen freshmen struggle. Nothing hurts coming back. I don't. I just don't understand sitting a year when you can. You're literally. You have a starting spot secured at one of the best schools. A in top the five team in the country, probably. Yeah. And that's what's crazy about getting Devon back is that changes us from a, I don't know, maybe top fifteen team to a top five team. I don't know if we didn't get Devon. Back, I don't think I we would have been top about that tournament thing. No, we I don't know if we would have made it. Mackie McBride, bro. Oh, God. I love that he goes by Mackie, by the way. I didn't know that. I thought it was a typo this morning. <laughs> no, his name is Isaac Mackie McBride, and we better call him Mackie. I hope he doesn't like <laughs> decide to be like, I'm a man now. I'm going to go by Isaac. That's what's crazy about So we're going to make Return of the Mackie t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no, what no, we got to wait till it gets good now. Okay. I'm all for this. A.B., you, throw, you find someone to design that shirt. You throw that shirt up. Let's see how it sells. Let's just both see. Both of them? Yeah, both of them. Both of them? Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I'll yeah. reach out to him tonight and make sure we can use it. That's them. what's okay. crazy about these freshmen is you have no fucking clue who could step up or who could be really good year one. I do Ochai want McBride to get minutes this year. Ochai did it last year. I think he might have to. Yeah. He was I our mean, backup point guard. Exactly. I really want him to get minutes. And, yeah, like you were Ochai about to say. Ochai was supposed to red shirt. Yeah, Ochai was able to really contribute. And so it's like why can't McBride or Brown or whoever it needs to be. I, I do think one of those freshmen, either Tristan <laughs> – Brown, McBride, I do think one of them will play a big role on this team. I don't know who it'll be. I I don't know. I just think with we know Dotson's leaving after next year, so now it's like he's got to be ready to hand the keys over to McBride. So I do hope McBride's getting quite yeah. a bit of – like playing – I'd love to see him play alongside. We haven't even talked about that being a possibility at the two. What if McBride is a huge summer and That's, we play two point know. guards together with them? Like, I mean, we've seen top ten. He's a shooter too. We've seen top ten freshmen fail here, and we've seen – Guys ranked in the hundreds play here as yeah. a freshman. Like, 
I mean, I don't know what Tyshawn was ranked, but he played as a freshman. Exactly. Frank Ochai. Played. Yeah. Um, Frank was, played a little bit. Devontae played a little bit. Devontae. Yeah. Devontae. Devontae. It, it, it could be. I mean, that that's something that's been crossing my mind. It's like, yo, so we need another ball handler. We need another shooter. Oh, we have a freshman point guard that does both those things? So, I don't know. It'll all be how – like we said, it's tough for freshmen to come in and kind of get Bill's system. But – it's a possibility that can be thrown out, and I love it because it, yeah. Mackie McBride. I'm going to be a stand for Mackie McBride. Yeah, so. it depends with what their, a name. It depends with recruits too. Like, what if Tristan starts at the three or something like that? Like, what if you go Dotson, Ochai, Tristan? Yeah, Tristan <laughs> six eight, six nine, whatever, and can shoot. We'd be so lengthy too, three through five. It. That's what I'm excited about this lineup. We don't have to talk a ton about this lineup because we already kind of have. But like, I we could be really day. good. We could be really good defensively. With Dotson, Ochai, Marcus, Silvio, Udoka, or like you said, throwing Tristan in there with Marcus or something like that. Like I literally sit at work like a psycho idiot and just draw out lineups. <laughs> I know. We text constantly just the dumbest stuff. Like we And now losers. it's even crazier since we missed out on RJ. Yeah. Um so I don't know. Do we want to I guess what else do we kinda have? We obviously wanted to talk Dotson returning. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk let's talk RJ. Um, Roll you want to talk about a wild week? I just went over the little forty minutes of chaos on KU Twitter, but how stupid does our whole fan base look? Eighteen-year-old RJ Hampton trolled not only us but Memphis and everyone, radio shows, reporters. Him and his dad just flat out trolled people for a month yeah. straight, lying to their faces. Oh, overseas isn't an option. He had already signed the contract to go play overseas. Like, a full month ago. A, a month ago. And his dad was telling people overseas wasn't an option. Like, that is a troll job. And so. To build his name up, and then I don't think people will talk about him going to Australia for that long. Yeah. I mean, I was obviously frustrated He's when it happened. Millions, can't but blame him. yes. So, from one. The one side, I think AB has some thoughts on it. But I think we would all agree before you go into your thing, it's fine. That he's choosing to play in Australia, thousand percent. Yes, it's gonna be cool. Like it's interesting. It's not chi- it's like different. It's different. Like Moutier went to China, and I think China just seems like those dudes don't get paid on time. Like RJ Hampton's playing for that team owned by the Barstool guys. Uh, he's gonna have Barstool on his side, one of the biggest powerhouses on like social media. So like, I do think he has a shot to kind of have a different type of brand building experience. Way different than Zion, who had the night or who had ESPN and all that stuff. But like going to New Zealand isn't like the dumbest thing in the world. I would just say kind of how it was handled was kind of messed up at this stage in the recruiting process, just because like I mean, do coaches are trying to recruit and if you yeah. signed a deal a month ago and you haven't told them that, that can like, like, I mean, they could be flying to see you and stuff. Think how important the month of May is recruiting-wise just for everyone. Yeah. We start figuring out who's gone, this and that, and then there's only so many, like, recruits left and then only so many grad transfers. So, like, you're telling me that on April 20th you signed a deal. You knew you were going this whole time. Like, I'm never going to – and we're all on the same side of this. We're never going to rip high school kids for no. choosing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I want this to come off as. But, like – if you know, just tell them because yeah. it not only it like it's cool, whatever, go do it. But like it just destroys any shot that we had with any sort of grad transfer point guard or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and which and if we, Dawson I mean, would have left, this would have been a meltdown. It would have been an absolute disaster because people. I remember I kept saying to you guys, I was like, "Damn, did like 
did Bill not have a backup plan for if Dotson left? And then it was like, oh, wait, it was RJ. Like, yeah. right. RJ was going to be the guy that saved us if and Dotson left. it sounded left. like that we were super confident we were going to get him. Like, the staff was all He like, was 100% KU he if he didn't said, do the yeah. one thing yeah. that no one really ever does. He yeah. said that he would have gone to KU if he didn't go overseas. Yeah, like, so. So, I'm sure that he was giving know, good feedback like, to the Cassell and company. Yeah. So like, like, I understand building up your name, but, like, I don't know. How did he even really do it? No, yeah, Besides it's not like, like there was a ton. I don't really think there was a ton of like national hype surrounding his. I guess there was. I mean, he went on the show, but it was just like I don't know. It wasn't like Zion's announcement where it was like must see television. Like it was Kansas fans with must see television, but I don't think the rest of the country was like, "What is R.J. Hampton going to do?" Like I think he could have told the staff. It probably would have leaked out. Kind of people would have known, but it still would have been cool. You still could have announced without having to hide it, and even like. The thing that bothered me is, like, he wasn't just not saying, oh, I'm not going over – or he was saying I'm not going overseas, but he was also like, oh, yeah, RJ, Dotson, and Grimes could be a three-headed monster. Or, oh, RJ's the missing piece at Memphis. Like, they were really just playing it up as a yeah. show. And that's just exo- – I mean – I we mean, are complaining guy, as fans and we're losers for it, but, like, I'm thinking of it as from, like, Bill Self's perspective, who's probably, like, taking – planes to see oh, yeah. him and visiting his house visiting his games recruiting him for four years like yeah he even said rj said in his interview after his decision he said people have been thinking i'm going to kansas since i was a freshman yeah like it's bill so, invested so much time <laughs> i mean oh the one the one time we're gonna get an elite like nba lottery pick point guard and he's like you know what I'm going to go play in Australia. And no one has ever done that. <laughs> Literally no one has ever done that. Especially for four years. Uh, like Arizona's had it happen with Brandon Jennings and SMU had it happen with Moutier, but it's like they were ineligible academically. Right. Like That's like the first guy that's chosen to do so he's on his own time. the first like, guy yeah, ever. Like a smart kid that could have went to any yes. school ever outside of basketball. So freaking unlucky, dude. But Apparently, isn't his dad like Lamar? LeVar Ball light. <laughs> yeah, he's so like, like maybe it's not LeVar. the worst thing that he's not here. That's we've certainly, it, oh yeah, like, we've we've done some spin zoning yeah. in the ain't no seats yeah. pod uh, group chat, but it's like everything works out. Everything's gonna work out fine. Case. Yeah, and I mean the it's thing just, we keep saying about this team is like, thing yeah, is gonna be there you go, AB, a, hey, hey. But we kept saying we can't shoot. Was RJ gonna solve that problem? I don't think so. So it's like I don't know. It sucks. It would have yeah. been really fun. I mean, the guy was never going to college, so what do you do? Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, the trolling is insane. Like, he was – I know this doesn't really matter. Like, athletes wear shit all the time. But him wearing the KU shorts or him yeah. saying – I think the craziest him, part the is Jaylen him, thing. Yeah, him yeah. saying he was going to possibly visit this weekend with, with Jalen. Dude had already signed his contract, and I'll show you. One, he was tweeting with – like, remember when Jalen decommitted? He was like, bro, come over. Like, totally making it seem like they were talking about what schools to go to. Keep in mind, he had already signed his contract. Then he, like, Instagrams that picture of him and Jalen in the KU jersey. He had already signed his contract. And then he's like, oh, I might visit with Jalen at Kansas. Already signed a contract. Like, the dude was just in full-level troll mode, and you almost got to respect how much he just did not care. We have breaking news. Oh, Oh my God. God. Is it great? Not for us, but it affects college basketball and the landscape of things. Oh, no. Mamadi Diakite is back at Virginia. So, 
Dude, <laughs> you are such a loser. What do you think him. it was? Get him off I, the I, Coach mean, K retired or something? No, I thought it was like FBI launches wiretap. Oh, like I was like, oh my God. I thought we're we ruined. were on a KU pod and we were getting breaking <laughs> KU news. I was so excited. Crimes changes his mind. I forgot AB is a Virginia fan. Literally leave. What? That's the You guys want to put this in? I was I was nervous. Here's I started sweating. It might be it's ninety degrees. On March twenty ninth of twenty twenty, when we lose to Virginia in the Sweet Sixteen, and Mama Day because somehow hits a seventeen foot. Yeah, at the he's going like to do that same thing. And I'm just going to pull up this audio, and I'm going to say, "Oh man, it's a good thing we don't care about Diakite." Huh? Did you not get nervous there, B Turn? I'm pissed. I got so <laughs> nervous because he said, "Not for us," and I was like, "Oh my god." What happened? Well, every time he does breaking news or I don't know why we haven't text, learned our lesson. No, we immediately ask him if it's good or bad, and I don't give one a night. Shit. The night while we were waiting for they're you, gonna be good. But we were one night we were waiting for Yudoka to decide whether he was going pro or not, and you AB, did the same thing. AB for yeah, but not intentionally. I was responding to something else. AB tweets into the group or texts in the group, <laughs> breaking all caps, and me and B turn like, oh my god, and he's like, Do you remember what I said? I'm out of bomb pops at the you're, Pac's house. <laughs> he broke news that he was out of bomb pops. Dude, can you imagine how good Virginia would have been if they would have got like Johnny Juzang or whatever? Wasn't it? Well, between... they lost everybody, didn't they? they no, they got suck. guys back. No, no guys, gone. guys gone. Guys gone. The guy. uh, the guy. 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 The only reason I thought the only reason Ty Jerome's I, gone, right? Gone. The only yep. reason I thought Guy was DeAndre back is because he was tweeting about it the other day. Yeah, so. Be turned. I hope you didn't lay money on Virginia to win the title, thinking they were all bad. They're not gonna be good then. No, yeah. I mean, the other on. day, Kyle guy was like, "Thank God for Virginia, best university ever." Yeah, he should be thankful. Or no, he was like, "Virginia's the best university ever." I don't know. I thought he stayed for some reason. <laughs> he declared, yeah, so, and then like shortly after he declared, he said he wasn't coming back. Yeah. He's a mid first round pick. Welcome to our Virginia sports podcast. I mean, they're gonna repeat. Ain't no Cavs. <laughs> that's terrible but you love your calves uh let's so we've talked about rj let's real quick the rj like recruitment just kind of reminded me like we all joked last how by the way in the last podcast we said if rj goes to australia we're never following recruiting again no you said that uh okay i guess i said that mm-hmm. which by the way i'm already like we'll keep you i need Jalen wilson in my life i need Kyrie walker in my life so official announcement i am Officially back, Fraud. following recruiting because we need a shooter, and I think it's going it to be Jalen Wilson. For us. Yeah. It's all fine. RJ's fine. We got Dotson back. That's all that mattered. But just for some memory's sake, let's let's run back. What's the most disappointing recruitment you can remember in KU history following since we've been following? I know the one that comes to my mind. Julius Randall for me was. I tough. have so many. <sighs> Julius Randall's a good one. Because Julius was, Randall, I was in Mexico, like hammered for one of the first times in my life, and it came, it happened, and it made me so mad. Dude, like we yeah. were driving back from Chicago, we stopped at because an that team Julius. was going to be so good, and then he would have just been the cherry. He played with freaking Wiggins, right? Yeah, it was Wiggins. Yeah. Year. It would have been Joe and him on the block instead of Tark. But we had no, we had Perry. <laughs> yeah, which was crazy. Oh god, that team was stupid. How do I but about Perry? the thing that sucked about, I guess Ju- Joe was hurt a lot, which is probably yeah, Julius like. You want to know? He's who, another guy. He told like he he knew he was going to Kentucky like two months before he announced. You want to know who I was thinking about today that a lot of people probably haven't talked about in a while. Who? And it was when I first started. He's got a smirk on his face. When I first started really following recruiting was Bradley Beal. Oh, uh, 
He was from St. Louis. He was a tough. His family. It was always Florida or Kansas. His family wanted him at KU, I'm pretty sure. And that was the year we ended up losing in the title game. And it's like. We really needed him. God, if we had Beal. That dude is fucked. He's a stud in the NBA. I'll uh, I'll tell you the one that always comes to my mind. It was a similar one. He was a lock to Kansas for four years. Caleb Tarshuski. Yeah, I mm. do. you guys remember that, was, that one? Mm-hmm. That was around the same time. Unbelievable. We recruited this dude for four years. He was a lot. Tell me Every- that recruitment's not sketchy. Oh, the somebody at Arizona dropped the ball. Well, bag. another guy with Arizona was Josiah Turner. Oh, yeah. We that had him locked guard. up, too, which we dodged a bullet because he was crazy. Like, dude's like in jail every other week. But <laughs> it, uh,. God, who would? Who are some other ones? I mean, Jeremiah I mean, really hurt because he's in our backyard. See, but I never right followed. Like I, the JRE thing was like I really wanted him, but like I didn't follow. Like I wasn't refreshing Jayhawk Slant weekly to find updates. Like that's how I was with Tarsuski. That's how we were with Julius Randall. There was a certain KU reporter who I'm not going to call him out. He's not on Jayhawk Slant. He's been all over different websites. I know who you're talking about. He was the one that kept saying KU was going to get Julius Randall. He was dead wrong the whole time. He, so he went to the announcement. Yeah, because he thought <laughs> and it was then happening. Five minutes before the announcement, he was like, "Something wrong. Something's going on here. <laughs> Something's something has changed quickly." He acted like his source would like something flip flopped at the end. Julius Randall had like basically committed to Kentucky two months earlier. So. That kind of reminded me of the R.J. Hampton thing. Like, we thought we were in the game, and, like, we weren't at all until, I mean, for the final month. So, just sucks. Recruiting sucks. Uh, I mentioned it a second ago. R.J. is one of the worst, honestly. (laughs) We'll be seeing you. A.B. just got interrupted. He's not happy. Go ahead. Go ahead. We were a lock for DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. And I know shit came up with that, but, like. It was us all the way. That one was just stunning because it was like we didn't even know he was announcing that day, and all of a sudden <laughs> it's like DeAndre Ayton announced Sports it. I mean, Center, that yeah. bag was dropped, and it was oh, dropped bad. quick. I mean, so. you knew. That's why the, I was thinking about that yesterday. I think there was a thread on Jayhawk Slant talking about recruits, and I thought about that when I was like, dude, I was just – right after it happened, I was like, sketchy. Like, yeah. he got paid for sure. No one picked him to go to Arizona. Me being me. It was so stupid. Like, me being me, the old diehard KU fan that – Thanks for getting every recruit. Was sitting in class and was with all these KU fans. I was like, "Oh, we're about to get the number one I, recruit I in the tweeted, nation." Like I was like, "We're getting the number one recruit watch today." Watch ESPN <laughs> on my phone, and I see. I know it's Kentucky and KU because I'm talking to one of my Kentucky homies. He's like, "Oh, we're getting him." I was like, "No, he's coming to KU." Like we're the only school recruiting him. And then I see an Arizona hat on the table. I said, "He's going to Arizona." <laughs> I hey, they weren't even in it. I know, like they weren't no. even. Crystal ball was zero percent for Arizona. Yeah. Like 90% for That us. is the most, I think, forever, the sketchiest recruitment Well, that's we know ever why. I mean, yeah. But it was just like, it was, it was like Arizona didn't even try and hide it. It was just like, we're going to drop 100 k on this dude, and mm-hmm. he's going to commit tomorrow. It's a good deal, too. Have, yeah. you, guys, have you guys heard Steel. the Baron Davis recruitment story? That, my dad has told me about that one. When he uh, dunked on, uh, who did he dunk over? Oh, that when he was with the Warriors? Mm-hmm. No. Someone he, on uh, the Mavs. Yeah. Was it that tall, white, skinny guy? Seems like Sean Bradley, but... <laughs> Uh, he, uh, Baron Davis picked up the KU hat and then threw it off his head and put UCLA on. Yeah, mm-hmm. walked into his press conference with like a KU hat on or whatever. Yeah, what a troll. Baron Davis, Alexander. how crazy would that yeah, be? Yeah, Cliff Alexander mm. style. Speaking of Cliff Alexander Day, Tyus and Jaleel. I know oh. towards the end we kind of knew that we didn't have a shot, but like 
Dude, I camped out at Allen Fieldhouse when we had that open practice just yes. for them. Yeah. You were there, too. I was you? there. Oh, my God. You have you heard this story? No. Oh, <laughs> shut up, A.B. It wasn't with us. It was literally me and A.B., the only two people camping out. We camped out <laughs> yeah. for a scrimmage that was a fourth full. Well, dude, even yeah. <laughs> I got. No, I went to that was, scrimmage and sat half court yeah. like perfect seats. The we best part idiots. was is we. <laughs> we're little freshmen at KU thinking we need to camp out for a practice. We oh, woke that's up. Funny. We woke up, and there was a line formed on the other side of the building we, were, we didn't even get first in line <laughs> I, i've been sick since it was so cold that night oh my god Dude. me and ab oh, are basically no, spooning in there yeah no homo that is, i mean it was that is it was bananas when i woke up and i saw that people were standing me over there and AB so the mad. night before in the dorm were like oh it's gonna be full 16 so, well, i mean that was yeah. wiggins year wiggins and mm-hmm. like there was a ton of hype because well, it was late a couple night weeks after late night we late did the night same thing. damn like elderly people almost died i almost by being died. trampled so oh no, you got I was, trampled? I was almost so we were <laughs> we camped out for that too we were on the right side this time so we were like first in line but they guys, had were you guys homeless that year just living essentially so they had like these little gate things so like yeah line up the lines or whatever they did not work uh no they didn't (laughs) so these guys are like barreling over i'm like halfway back in our group and the thing just falls and my hand was on it so i'm like like tilting over to the side there are twenty thousand people behind me just trying to storm in cole lost his shoe cole went in with one shoe that time (laughs) yeah that's the craziest entry ever for late night all because of wiggins it Mm -hmm. was people got denied for a fucking practice yeah Yeah. it was scary it was was like literally dangerous but yeah the practice we it was black friday we made a sign (laughs) we made a sign all of us made a sign for tyus and jaleel and yeah i uh they they pointed at it and shit and my freaking freshman year i made a my aunt made a big julius randall big head and i took it to late or i took it to uh College game day, and it got taken one minute into the show. So that was cool. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> posters for recruits. Those Jaleel two, yeah. and Tyus hurt. Because, because one of them wanted to come. And yeah. It was a package deal no matter what. Yeah, Jaleel wanted what Kansas. Was Tyus that? Was wanted that? Duke. That, that would have been. Kelly and Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Grades year. Mm-hmm. So we would have got. That was a pretty wild moment for KU Twitter. Jaleel instead that. of Cliff. Cliff. Well, no, because Tyus and Jaleel went at, like, 3.30, and Cliff went at 4. Oh, so Tyus and Jaleel yeah. went, like, uh, they said Duke. And I was screaming. I think we were FaceTiming. I threw my phone. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. And then it comes to Cliff. <laughs> and Cliff's like, uh, go to Illinois. Picks up Illinois and throws it down. And then goes, I seriously probably would have died if he didn't go to KU. Yeah. Oh, when he picked up that, that Illinois was, hat. That was, I heard. I panicked. That my heart yeah. was weird. That was, Cliff Alexander was one of those recruitments where it was like, you're refreshing Jayhawk slant every five seconds because you, know you did not know what was going on. You know another on. one that kind of hurt? What? Miles Turner. Oh, it did. Well, that stayed home. But Why would he go to Texas? I still think that was stupid. That was the same year because we watched the 501. Yeah. We, we freaked out because we saw the orange bucket hat. <laughs> no, Cole little... freaked out. Cole, you could see he opened something and it was orange, and Cole goes, fuck, <laughs> right away because he saw it was orange. Dude, recruiting It was is like so when we stupid. saw that the Bulls got the seven pick. I said it early before they announced yeah. it. Son same kind. Of... <laughs> yeah. What it... a kick in the fucking dick. <laughs> it was. I mean, recruiting is so stupid that we would like gather around to watch announcements of where an 18-year-old oh, yeah. is going to go to college. What about, but you think we could addicted. do a most important or, like, like most fun gets. Yeah. Oh, Andrew oh the number one's it's Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. I was in the crazy. dorms. We went banana lane. I forget. Like, we were running through the dorms. I forget you're older than me sometimes. Because yeah. me and AB were in high school. Yeah. yeah we I was... got in trouble. I was, like, my last day of high school. Yeah. There were, like, 50 people in this classroom surrounded on a computer. 
and I saw what's his dick tweet out. Andrew Wiggins <laughs> be going to Kansas, yeah, and shout I just out to Grant, Grant Trailer. Yeah, what <laughs> the a guy. dude was a celebrity one day of his life. I mean, Wiggins was the next Jordan. They said, yeah, like biggest recruit, Maple since, Jordan, biggest recruit since LeBron. They said, and it was like KU was no chance. But that's how quiet his recruitment was. I'm trying to think. Another I remember one. being in the lunchroom like nude. <laughs> I was really confident because, like, the Harrison twins put out a video, like, the night before where they were saying, like, fuck Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. You remember that? Well, everyone thought – I thought it was Florida State. That's what my thought was, too. Yeah, and I thought Carolina sure. was just so quiet they might sneak yeah. in. Oh, man, we had to have paid Wiggins. I don't <laughs> – I don't know. Josh Jackson was a really exciting one. <laughs> I was excited for Josh. I followed him. Sheck Diallo was one. Josh was huge because we that team was missing that one yeah. dog. Like, he was the perfect fit for I can't the team. It'd be like if we found a shooting four. guard that, that could play That was late, too. Right it's so many late ones with us. Yeah. Because I remember him, Bill, at, baby. him at the McDonald's game, and then he announced after. and. I don't know how he didn't go to Michigan State, like yeah. Bridges and them, but we should have won it all that year. Bags. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dropping them all over the place. Yeah, revenge. That was, he, that was perfect. That mom was one ran of my AAU program, though, so it's yes. fine. We, that was we did it the right way. That's one of my favorite gets, just because, yeah. like we said, for that team, was so huge. Josh Jackson was awesome. Sheck Diallo was awesome. Wayne Seldon wasn't one that I, like, obsessed over, but when we got him, I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. we got Wayne Seldon. So, recruiting, I love uh, how we were like, we one need one that I'm missing. That oh, was I mean, so huge. I remember disappointing. Here's a disappointing one: LeBron Nash. Yes. Like God. I remember watching it on ESPNU. It was I think it was like MLK Day or something. Like during that basketball basketball marathon. I think it was oh the same yeah, there's always KU some Baylor. big announcements that day. Like KU versus Baylor, where T. Rob Aliu. Yes. I think it was that day. That sounds right. And I was like, oh my God, his name's LeBron Nash. He's <laughs> LeBron, Kobe Bryant, and Steve Nash combined. <laughs> I always thought he sounded like Bryant Nash, mm-hmm. the classic 2001 to 2003 guy at KU, but. Yeah, that one was tough. He ended up not being that good. No, but he's a four-year still, guy. But yeah. Uh, what about Marcus Smart? Wait, and yeah, Marcus Smart say, sucked because say Marcus? Phil Forte's Forte. dad came here. You really thought we'd package deal them up, and it would have been perfect. But Trey, too, in a way. Trey Young sucked. We really thought he was kind of because we thought Devontae was going to leave, mm-hmm. and so we were like, we got to get Trey Young, and then he didn't come. So it was like, well, yeah, I don't know. Recruit. I love how we uh, we talk about not wanting to. Trey Young hurt. I yeah. feel like I got my hopes up on that one big time. Yeah, he was. It made then, sense, and it was the right yeah, decision for him too. I don't think he's a top five pick if he goes to KU. No, he's absolutely not. not. Up 35 How crazy was the Xavier Henry recruitment? When I swear that was, was like the first to, one we got too. I swear well, he was just gonna follow Cal. The Xavier thing was crazy because he obviously committed to Memphis. Like he was, everyone thought he was kind of a locked KU because of his dad, and then he commits to Memphis. And then it was just kind of awkward. Like, he came to KU, but it was like, wait, we weren't your first choice, but we obviously took him. But we've since heard, talking to some former KU players, that maybe Xavier wasn't the best fit for that squad. So, Which I is kind I, of, that's how I'm spinning RJ, too. I think I, I just remembered. Let's do it. I think I just remembered maybe the craziest recruitment. What? Give us a year, I want to guess. He won a title with Kimba, or maybe Shabazz. Oh, De- DeAndre Daniels. He People were, like, saying he was a KU student. There was, like, people screenshotted a guy named DeAndre Daniels in, like, a KU class. Or, like, it might have just been D. Daniels. And it was like, and they thought that was uh, oh, I think DeAndre God. Daniels is in my, like, econ class. And it's probably some kid named Derek. But, like, <laughs> Derek Daniels. But, like. Oh, I thought you meant the kid that, like, said that. or put No, it D. In Daniels was, like, on the roster, okay. and people thought, yeah, that was insane. And then, remember, we we signed – or Christian Garrett 
came in the middle of that season and he played at the same academy yeah. that DeAndre Daniels did and they were like that's guys, a crazy recruitment we just signed Christian Garrett because he's going to be a package deal with DeAndre Daniels like that recruitment was insane and then all of a sudden he just goes to UConn like yeah that's a good one B turn that one was a wild roller coaster there was a guy that like a little blogger another that came another out and said he was coming so it was just wild another big one was cat barber remember yes. him he like, I, stole on his visit fun fact i saw cat barber on his i was a freshman here when he visited and saw him through an apartment window getting a lap dance by like two girls on his <laughs> visit. so i thought cat was coming mm-hmm. but you know when you know when we're missing that kind of has relevance from what happened the other night uh no i don't with the weather oh charlie villanueva or whatever villanueva villanueva <laughs> it's a tough name That's literally rough. was committing to ku mm-hmm. hey can i say something well, he was hey Illinois ab before, he? we're not on camera ab has some of the funnier reactions but he doesn't say things verbally and I just wanted to let you know we're not on camera, so if you're going to do funny things, okay. make sure it's verbal. How would I vocalize that, though? I just looked at Braden. And I don't know. Maybe instead of going, no, you did a, you made a face, like a big face, but maybe, maybe you do, I don't know. When you said fun in a while. Yeah, and he like made this face, and it was funny, but I'm like, hey, guess what? No one can see you being funny, and it kind of goes back like the Ryan to Brown the Ryan thing. Brown thing where he like <laughs> put his helmet on and gripped his bat, and like no one could see Brown. that. But. I'm sorry to get off track, but yeah, that was crazy because he was visiting. Bill Self obviously had got him to sign at Illinois. Comes to visit KU, a tornado freaking rips through Lawrence or something similar to last night, and he immediately was like, "Nope, I'm not going to freaking KU. I'm not living in that." And ends up going to UConn, far yeah. away from freaking tornadoes. So the one Didn't they win it that year too, UConn. Maybe he was on he some was really a good UConn stud. teams. Yeah. The one the guy I wanted more than anyone ever. I think this is actually when I did start following recruiting. John Wall. Uh, I wanted him more like he's his mix, high school best mixtape, mixtape ever. Probably the best one ever. Him, Wiggins. Uh, and he visited in like I think it was us or Kentucky, but Yeah, Baylor was really in on him too. It was he was always from Kentucky, Tech, or, really. Was he from Texas? I can't remember. I think Might he's from out east. I don't know. But yeah, John, John Wall, Wall was a big one. Your he boy was, Selby. That's your slant name now. We want Selby 32. 2-3. <laughs> oh. I don't know why it was 2-3. That was – Selby was crazy too because he obviously had been in Tennessee. Uh, I remember Jordan Brand game he announced in the same cool. night with Deron Lamb who actually ended up killing us in the title game. Yep. So I'm glad we decided to pick a few of our favorite recruitments and went through every single one in KU Literally, history. Every <laughs> every big top ten name we've ever been a part of. Is Perry Ellis out. was low-key stressful too. You never knew what that guy was going to do. Same oh. with Fran Camp. Yeah. Uh, that one worked out well. Yeah. Yikes. My guy. Yikes. What a strap, though. God, he could shoot. Uh, <laughs> I'm I serious. That's I actually have – I mean, there's a Jaleel Okafor story about when he visited that I can't tell on Same air. Same here. I got but a few. It's, Jaleel Okafor's visit was wild. I'll just say that. He was coming here. I can't here. tell it. I, I can't say Man, it. that hurts because they won a title together. Yeah. But, all right, let's – God damn it, dude. I mean, I don't know. We, uh, we've we talked Dotson. How did they not come? We've talked Crimes. We've talked R.J. Hampton. Uh, Who would want to go so to Durham, So, I guess North let's Carolina. do a quick little kind of what's left in the offseason. It feels like yes. we were done, but we're not, folks. And here's the thing. We still got Jalen Wilson – Former Michigan commit. He's a really good shooter, which is kind of what we need. This weekend. Coming this weekend. Uh, us, he's then visiting North Carolina, and then Michigan sounds like they're back in the game because he loved the Juwan Howard hire. RJ right? should do us a favor and just be like, hey, man, 
Yeah. I fucked KU over. Why don't you just go there? You got a starting spot open, most likely. Yeah. He'd probably start at the three since Oach is kind of Oach is probably shorter, right? Bill loves Marcus. I think we're kinda underselling. Yeah, we that are. But I think Jalen's a multi year guy. That's the thing guy. with Jalen. I feel like Jalen yeah, wants sure. to start, and I think he could do that at North Carolina. God, but Jalen is really like a fifth, like not even like a top twenty guy. So it's He's like the it's, same thing as Tristan. Like yeah, Clayton so, said last week. Yeah, they ranked around the same. So like, I think it's just that late guy that everyone's attracted oh, to. Oh yeah, it's kind of like start. yeah, when they're the highest, yeah, highest guy left, you're like this guy. Is Two a.m. at the bar, it's the best looking girl there. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, trying it with her. Yeah, so Jalen Wilson obviously visiting this weekend. That would be a big get. Uh, and then the other name that I don't know if a ton of people are familiar with. I didn't, so I'm sure yeah, that a lot of people don't. Kyrie Walker, he's a top, what did you say, he's 12th in the class of 2020? Yeah, he's top 15, top Yeah, 20 so he's everywhere. like a combo guard, uh, really big dude, like 6'6", big guy. But uh, he's reclassifying, and there's apparently a lot of smoke that Kansas is his favorite. So Jerry Meyer picked him to KU tonight. Crystal ball action, folks, which RJ showed us one thing. I've learned that if KU is getting picks in crystal ball, there's a 0% chance that person's coming to KU. Precious, RJ, DeAndre Ayton was 100% to KU. Like, just a disaster. So, I'm done with the crystal ball. Done um, with recruiting. Too. Done with recruiting. You said it, not me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, keep your eyes open for Kyrie just, Walker. That's going to be one that I don't think happens until, like, August because he's not going to reclassify till then because he wants to play AAU ball or something. Yeah. It's just tough with these recruits because – a five star is going to want to start everywhere he goes. So, yeah. like if Marcus ended up starting, or if he kind of if Bill, because Bill's kind of straight up with these guys all the time. Like he's going to he he'll tell you you got to come earn it. Yeah. So I don't know if Kyrie wants to hear that, or if he just goes to Arkansas, follows the Nevada coach, and starts yeah. there. Yeah, it'll it's just be tough. interesting. Uh, but it's nice having options, and we do have scholarships open. Absolutely. It uh, not until I don't you know. commit to KU. If it felt like True. today, mm-hmm. felt like today the offseason. What Soto Wildcats? Braden Turner running point guard. Yeah, that would have been tough. Is, Devon running, have, the, is w- Devon running the two this year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next to B turn in the back. <laughs> imagine Braden throws more no look passes than Mahomes on oh, the court. You're the big. You're the guy that throws no look passes like ten feet over people's heads. No, he gets in there and then I just missed the layup. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> he missed Sorry. ten in one possession. Okay. I'm not kidding. I'm just so much bigger than everyone, so I'll get the rebound every <laughs> oh, time. Oh God, you're that guy. You're also well, probably the guy batter. that won't kick it out when he's trapped in the post. That ain't true. I'm the best <laughs> passing big since Deidre Glossom. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, we saw a ton of that. We, I uh, mean, we just need to play this week. Yeah, let's play. Let's ball up two on two at my apartment complex. We'll get the cameras. All right, let's but do like it. Like I said, bodies coming in. Like, you never know with these freshmen. It's like you, you'll have, I don't know, you'll have uh, competition in the backcourt with Tristan. And maybe yeah. you get Jalen and Kyrie. Who knows? I mean, it's not like. Jalen's probably not a one and done, and then you have Marcus, and I don't know. It's just good to have competition, and you need bodies, and you need depth, and yeah, guys getting foul sure. trouble and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, we're for sure gonna have bodies, and we're just gonna be competition. Like dudes are gonna have a chance to prove themselves. Tristan, Isaac, McBride, Brown, all those dudes. Like they're gonna have a shot. Somebody, some of those dudes are gonna get a little bit of minutes. So it'll be interesting. I yeah. guess I, I want to finish up real quick. Devon Dotson is back. Thank you. God. What is our official prediction for Devon Dotson's season? Are we talking numbers wise? No, just like I think he can be a first team All American. I think so too. I mean, he is because think about. I think the people are saying that Trey Jones is uh, first team All American right now, and I think Devon's better. That's oh, me being a homer, but no. I think Devon does more than he does. He absolutely is better. I hate if Trey Jones' name wasn't Trey Jones and wasn't Tyus's brother, he would not be as 
thought as highly that he is. So it's like, I don't know. AB just made one of those faces. <laughs> I freaking hate him. But so uh, right now our roster would be Devon, Marcus, Silvio, <laughs> Doak, Dave, Mitch, Ochai, Ochai Brown, Braun, Braun, McBride, Tristan, Tristan, Tristan Jalen, Lewinstra, Kyrie Walker. <laughs> So I mean, yeah. How many deep was that? Did I shout say? out like nine? eleven? By the way, shout out to the guy that tweeted us and was like, "KU fans worried about shooting next year, but Christian shot forty percent from three. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. That's a good tweet. Christian started at the two. Hey, his brother did it, or his brother sure played did, big minutes. So you never know when Tian's time is coming. That team is so bananas. But yeah. that was yeah. We got a nice little game. top ten, top whatever squad right now. So it's like maybe. I mean, Bill does it all the time. Add some guys late. Maybe you get Kyrie and Jalen. Who knows? Irving. I mean, we basically <laughs> depends what happens with Marcus. But it's like I don't know if Marcus is guaranteed to start. So you come in, you have a chance to start. It's kind of like what Ty said on our pod. Yeah. Like you have. And you just because he doesn't start, he'll play and, a ton. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I mean, it's nice we have the options now. It's uh, just nice I'm getting back into recruiting after two days off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a big stretch for you. Uh, it's like when I used to quit Twitter. Off. I was like, "All right, I'm retiring from Twitter for a while." And 48 hours. I've later, never even back. tried to do that. Do that pissed me. Like that recruitment just made me mad. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? So, do we want yeah. to do the which teams do you not want to win a title conversation? I mean, how I'm long fine. have we been going? I feel like we've been going quite a bit, boys. Under an hour. Really? Yeah, it's like 45 minutes. Oh shit! All right, let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of nailed it. I had okay, some so expa- er, explain what it was. Okay, so the someone tweeted and was like. If you had the ability to basically ban three teams in any sport from winning another championship, who would they be? And I said Duke, Kentucky, and the St. Louis Cardinals. I love that list. But and I, it's not even like I hate I do hate them the most, but like a lot of people were saying like, oh, what about K State or Mizzou? Well, they're just not going to win one anyway, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, I'll they take my chances already. with yeah. ju- them just never winning. Now it. I will say if they That's do so win mean. one, but I mean they just haven't done it before. Yeah. But if they do win one, it will be unbearable. Yeah, it'll be. So like that's that's the risk that we're taking. I mean, yeah, it would be tough. Uh, I mean, you think about how they celebrate a win over us. Can you imagine them winning a national title? Oh my god! Oh my god! It'd be insufferable. So okay, can you imagine them when we make the final four? Like they are freaking out, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like cheering against us. Oh, well, like imagine well, it was pretty funny when they made the elite eight against Loyola, and, and we had they should have won, and we had Duke, and then we end up going. And they there don't. was like a thirty-six hour stretch last year where they had already beat Kentucky, but we hadn't played Clemson yet, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my God, K State's going to make the final. They're going to make gonna final lose. four, and we're going to lose." Yeah, like it was terrifying. And even then, before the elite eight, I was like, "They're going to beat Loyola. They They're were an eleven yeah. seed, whatever, and we're going to lose to Duke because they were." duke that year and so it was like damn this could be embarrassing and then Mm -hmm. basketball just worked out how it always does and they did k-state things and we did ku things so sure did uh i don't know ab your list is pretty good i would almost say though i would almost take i would almost say duke off the list and here's why because i i think when coach k leaves duke I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. It really because is. It's like K-State football at Bill Snyder. Before, they were just like nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not like Duke has the long-lasting – Kentucky. Like Kentucky and KU, North Carolina, like they've mm-hmm. been forever. But with Duke, it's been around for long enough to where I think like – because when was it, the 80s? Early yeah, I mean, 90s Coach K really got them going in the late 80s, mid-80s. So, yeah. I think it's possible – It's been our whole lives <laughs> in 30 years. I think it's years. possible Duke could just – you know, I w- it probably won't happen. 
but it was tough not to say like the Broncos or Raiders just because I hate them so much. I think the question's more exciting if you do like individual players. Yeah, I mean oh, LeBron, LeBron. LeBron's on there. LeBron James Jr.'s on there. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna yeah. stand so hard for Bronny James Jr. By the way, I, love I just hope he's like he's a non-factor in the league. Please, because I don't want I don't want another 30 years of my life where Ryan's just like oh my no it's gonna be my son. <laughs> Me and oh AB's God. kids are going to, like, fist fight over mm-hmm. Bronny James one day. But, yeah, Imagine. I, I kind of understand what you're saying about the, like, probably taking teams that win titles, like, more frequently. Like, saying Duke and Kentucky and – Yeah. I, don't, I was thinking the Patriots. Broncos but that is probably won't last Raiders. Forever. I just could – can you imagine Raiders fans when they win their next Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, that, I think that would be a Unbearable. decent one. Yeah, I think Broncos would be – Cardinals for sure is on my list. I hate that fan St. Base. Louis Cardinals. Yes. And I was telling you guys in the car earlier, imagine me at 90 years old and just sitting back and looking on Fox Sports and seeing that, oh, the Cardinals haven't won a World Series in 75 years. I would years. die wow, so peacefully. I would just, like, <laughs> put me I don't to sleep. Wanna, I just don't want to imagine being 90 years old. Yeah, no. Me and you are going to be 90 just being like, you see what this recruit's doing? Getting my ass wiped for me. <laughs> Going on the border, <laughs> talking to your like little helper that uh, <laughs> which recruits are coming to get you. <laughs> Fired up, <laughs> tweets all day. Is he a lock? Blair and J. Cole while he's driving around with his <laughs> with his handicap sticker on there. Oh man, Not windows even. down, pulls up. Where does Kawhi? Do you ever think about like what music you're gonna listen oh, to? When you're I always think about it. Like when I'm like I don't know. No, but really, imagine being 75 years old and pulling up to a stoplight next to a high schooler, and you're just blaring like 20. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, there's, there's there's a grandpa getting to plays that J Cole dude. Imagine mm-hmm. listening to like Biggie when you're 75 or something, <laughs> like old ass Biggie. Like this is what I kind of listen to. And it's weird because what my dad listened to. Yeah. I don't know. I always think about that, though. Like, the stuff we do now that it's going to be looked <laughs> on as, like, corny and lame one day. Can you imagine listening to Metallica or something? <laughs> 80 years old, just headbanging. Yeah. I mean, driving who knows what music hour. will be like in that time. Like wow. Like John Clayton commercial. Do you remember that John Clayton? Yes. Where he, like, has, My like, segment! A... <laughs> what a weird... Oh, man. I want to do a whole pod where we just make up scenarios about B-Turn as a 90-year-old because I, I mean, love that. It's electric. Yeah. Can you imagine it, us doing a pod at age 90? The lack plan of energy on it. we have. Do you not plan on making this pod until we're 90? What year would that be? Do you think I'll still be a virgin now. when I'm 90? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is I'll still be drinking Miller Lite. Yeah. This is off the rails. You'll still be spilling ranch all over my car. By oh, the way, before we walked why? in to record, B-Turn, for some reason, was eating a pork chop in my car <laughs> on the way over here. And then he gets out of my car and spills ranch everywhere. So... Looking forward to hopping back in my car and just smelling. Oh man, it's ranch. gonna smell like a Pizza Hut salad bar. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to I Peter. love salad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're off the rails here, folks. That we was uh, sleeping. <laughs> Devon Dotson is back. Thank you. That's really all that matters. Devon, uh, thank you, thank you for coming back, sir. Quentin's transferring. Actually, one more thing. Let's say this real quick. Quentin's transferring. It sucks. We kind of don't feel great about it. But also, shout out to Quentin. Like. I mean, I hope he really does do big things. Uh, I think he still has a shot to be a really good player, especially in college. Like, I think if he transfers, sits out a year, I think he could do big things wherever he transfers. Um, I wanted to see high school McDonald's All-American top five pick Quentin Grimes at KU. It seriously. just sucks. Like, and part of me really does think, and I know you kind of disagree, but I think the comments from the fan base kind of made him not want to be here. I mean, the guy had to turn off his IG comments. He – that probably didn't feel wanted here. It's like yeah. people were calling him a bum and 
Here's what just I want to say. Just because he was testing the waters, dude. Yeah, I know. He clearly was getting proper feedback. Like, And now he's not even going to the league. Here's what I want to say about what you're saying about the comments. So, I think it has to do re- something yeah. with it, man. So regardless of if you think some people will say, oh, no, that wouldn't impact a kid's college decision. Regardless of if you think it does have an impact or it doesn't, the fact that we are even having the conversation that it could have had an impact should make any of you and I know there's people that listen to this podcast that said rude things to Quentin Grimes. That alone should make you just reevaluate everything you do in your life. He's an 18-year-old kid that may have just transferred schools because of how much of an asshole you were to yeah. him on Twitter. Preach. So Because what's it going to do? Like, It's nothing but negative negativity. Like, yeah, It's not going to help I anything. I don't understand. Besides make the kid feel shittier already than he does. Like, He didn't try to have a shitty freshman yeah, year Yeah, he's KU. not happy he didn't have a great year. He I have knows more than anyone. I have some stats to back this up, by the way. He okay, wanted to be a lottery it. pick. He wanted to be a top ten That's, pick. I'm sure he wanted to win a national title. He was so excited to come to KU. I feel horrible for him because the last thing he saw happening was him transferring mm-hmm. from KU. Go All right, ahead, you guys ready for this? Player yeah. A, last year at Kansas, averaged eight and a half points a game, two and a half rebounds, and two assists. Player B averaged eight and a half points, four and a half rebounds, and one assist. One guy we wanted out, or not we, but a lot of people wanted out of the program. The other guy people are ecstatic about. Ochai. Ochai versus Grimes. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's and all about expectations. And you said it last week, too, but their numbers are identical. And one guy, we're just like, I'll get out of here. Uh, I'm glad you're gone, whatever. The other guy, we're super excited for his future. Exactly. That's why I'm sad. Wow, I did not know the numbers were that close. That's why I'm sad. Yeah, it's one that guy was a red shirt and one guy was. It's all everyone, expectations, but at really the end was. of the day, you just go in and you play. I mean, if they're this, I mean, if we had another you just Ochai take on the team, expectations off the table. Right. If we had a, two Ochais this year, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know they play a little bit different, but I mean, you get the point. Like same production value, then I mean, I'd be happy to have that. Yeah, one guy was supposed to be Deron Williams in a top ten pick, and the other guy wasn't supposed to play a minute. So that's yeah. how people are going to look at it. It's crazy, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um, Devon Dotson's back. We need yeah. a point guard. We have the best front court in the country. We have a potential lottery pick in Ochai, and Bill's going to get some recruits in the spring. Let's let's keep in the spring. Like, yeah, I mean, Jalen, Kyrie, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> shout out Spring Bill. Uh, he didn't do it in the most traditional way. He did it in he a little different though. way where he convinced guys to come back. He made the NCAA do their thing. And so shout out to Spring Bill. He lives on forever. Uh, but more importantly, Devon Dotson is back. That's really why we're here. And uh, I'm looking forward to a big season because now, like we've said, this team's going to be good. They're going to be fun. We might not shoot well, but guess what? We're going to dunk a lot. We're going to be fast. We're going to run. It's going to be awesome. Play some defense. Shout out. Yes. Shout out Devon and Dotson. get every rebound. Get lots of rebounds. It's going to be a fun year, folks. As always, KU basketball is not going anywhere. We're national title contenders. We're going to win the Big 12. And... A.B., what do you got to say? I have one more thing before we get off the air. Okay. This is breaking news for the listeners of the podcast, not you guys. Okay. Breaking news for the listeners of the podcast. Don't let them down, though. We recorded an interview with one Jeff Graves three months ago. (laughs) We're going to put that out next week because we owe it to you guys. We have some cutting up to do a little bit. We'll make that work. Get you guys a Jeff Graves interview next week. Just broke that news without even consulting with us. (laughs) Someone has to be strong about it. We've been back and forth. We need to put it out. All right. He came and sat in my living room, high as a kite, oh. baked as a cake, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to get that interview out. It was really fun, unfiltered. Or yeah. Some of it a little bit too unfiltered. We're going to yeah. cut some of it out. But yeah. no, it was a good time, so we're going to get him on. Yikes, just gonna... letting it sling over here. But, I mean. Uh, yeah, that's what we got for Ain't No Seeds Podcast this week, folks. Shout out to Von Dotson. 
Uh, we'll be back. We'll have some more updates, I'm sure, this offseason. We still want to do some fun episodes, more drafts, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that's all we got for now. And Rock Chalk Jayhawk. <laughs> oh, my. Bake this a- <laughs> Oh, I have to cut that. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.